Today is Tuesday, July 26, 2022, and veterans are reporting to training camp, which means we're going to go through the Dolphins roster, and we're going to make some confidence bets on who ends up making the active roster for the season opener. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, your host here on Locked on Dolphins. Lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, director of scouting at thedraftnetwork.com, your host here on Locked on Dolphins. And today on the show, we are going to be committed to, if I had to put a $100 bet down, how many players could I find on the Dolphins active or offseason roster that I have that level of confidence in that they will make the actual game day roster when the season starts for week one. So looking at the Dolphins depth chart, identifying these are your roster locks, injuries notwithstanding. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. Lots of great Dolphins podcasts out there. It is the most wonderful time of the year. We are getting ready for the start of the season with training camp rolling in. And we're going to celebrate here on the show with a fun concept that looks at who I would dare to say and classify as a lock. Before we get there, though, want to tip the cap to Raheem Mostert, running back Raheem Mostert, veteran running back, once upon a time very successful member of the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, he has been cleared for training camp. He is a go. And that's big news for the Dolphins because the speed that Raheem Mostert affords you in the backfield is unparalleled to the other options that you have on the field. And of course, as a wide zone system team, as you saw in San Francisco, Raheem Mostert at 100% is an incredibly impactful dude as a ball carrier. And the fact that Miami is going to get a chance to get him into camp and they'll probably take their time with him, they'll take it slow, and I don't blame them for doing it, but that's probably the, the path that you'll see them take. At the very least, you have Raheem Mostert cleared and ready to go for training camp, which is great news for the Dolphins. But today's show is committed more so to um, the guys that we are considering the locks, that barring injuries that would require you to be cut and then reclaimed or placed on injured reserve, who are the players on the Dolphins roster that you have that absolute level of confidence that they are locks to make this roster? Because I've not done this exercise. We're going to do this exercise live together. And I want to see how big of a number that we can get. If I had to guess, I'd probably say there are out of 53, uh, we're probably going to push 40, 42 names on this list collectively that um, I am considering to be locks for the Dolphins roster. We'll start with the Dolphins offensive side of the ball and the quarterback room specifically. And I think there's two quarterbacks here based on the financials that are at play that you're going to put down as locks to make the Dolphins roster. Tua Tungavaloa and Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater didn't sign here on a $6 million deal to come down and not make the roster and be traded, right? Uh, unless Skylar Thompson absolutely blows you out of the water, which I don't think that, that he's uh, well-positioned to have that kind of immediate success and give the Dolphins the confidence level if somebody else's quarterback goes down, especially while Jimmy G is still floating around out there as a team, a quarterback for somebody else to trade for if they need a bridge starter. So you can put me down for two quarterbacks, locks, to make the roster. 
They're Tua Tungavaloa and Teddy Bridgewater. The running back position, I would be so bold as to put you down for three locks, four, if you're including fullbacks. I think Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, and Sony Michelle are locks, active locks, to make the Dolphins roster based on uh, their skill levels versus uh, those other players in the running back room, the Miles Gaskins of the world, the Savan Ahmeds of the world. Uh, there's enough wiggle room there where you could see that not going in your favor. But I think Michelle, Mostert, and Edmonds, especially Edmonds based on the financials of the deal that he signed, Mostert with the familiarity in the system, and Chris Greer has apparently liked Sony Michelle for quite a long time, and he's also coming from a Shanahan disciple offense as a former first-round pick. He's a talented guy. He's just not an explosive guy. Those three combined, I'll put Alec Ingold in that box as well. You're going to want a fullback on the roster. So that's four backs that I would consider locks. That makes it six total players in the offensive backfield that I would say Stone Cold Sharpie. Put them down. They're making the roster. Uh, we'll get a chance to start seeing these guys on the practice field early next week. If I look at wide receivers, I think there's four that you can call uh, distinctive locks. Uh, players who, um, based on their financial situations, their investment opportunities, you'd have a hard time seeing the team go in another direction. They are Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill, Cedric Wilson, and Eric Ezukama. Three of these four players are new to the Dolphins this offseason. And with Cedric Wilson getting like $7 million per, Ezukama being a draft selection for the team this year, Tyreek Hill obviously with the investment that he received, and Jalen Waddle being uh, the NFL's record holder for most receptions in a rookie season as a number six overall pick uh, in 2021, that's a lot of investment in your wide receiver room. And those players were picked largely with the exception of Waddle. Um, Waddle was picked for Tua Tongvaloa in mind. Uh, but these four players were picked with this offense in mind. Trent Sherfield is just enough of a peripheral guy and I don't think he gives you quite enough as a receiver to put him down in the lock category, but he is somebody who I would give an inside track to being the fifth wide receiver on this roster. Lynn Bowen Jr. obviously has enough multi-tool ability that there's an easy pathway for him to make the roster, but I don't think it would be wise to call him as a lock when you've got the math problem the Dolphins have with their tight ends and their running backs and their fullbacks. All of those things combined together, you've got a lot of players at those other skill groups that you're going to have to manufacture. So what happens if Miami decides they only want to carry five wide receivers because they're going to count Mike Gusecki as a wide receiver and uh, leave him in the mix and then still carry three other tight ends? And now you got four tight ends, four backs. That math will get away from you pretty quick. So I'm good for four locks amongst the wide receiver room as well. Uh, Tyreek Hill. Jalen Waddle, Cedric Wilson, and Eric Azucama. That gives you 10 locks with just the tight end room left to go as far as investments. And I would put you down for three stone cold locks among this group to give you 13 skill players that I think are generally locks to make the roster. Gusecki on the franchise tag, Durham Smythe, new contract extension this offseason, Hunter Long, year two as a top 100 draft selection. I feel like that one's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, the Dolphins actively made decisions to invest approximately $14 million in Smythe and Gusecki this season alone, 
And Chris Greer was a part of the selection process for Hunter Long. Uh, and he does bring a different skill set to the bucket. So I would say all of those guys are your Stone Cold Locks, which gives you 13 skill players locked in, in my mind. I would have to bet $100 on each one of these guys to make the roster. And barring injury, I have that level of comfort with those 13 guys with yet the offensive lineman yet to pick on the offensive side of the ball. But before we do, I want you guys to level with me. We've all been in that situation at one point or another. We're a little tight on cash. Maybe you can only afford a few gallons of tank. Or you get another save the date and you're wondering how in the hell you're going to afford your fifth wedding gift of the summer. Well, if you're living paycheck to paycheck and struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses pop up. Dave is here to help. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 in instant cash with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank. Buy a wedding gift, catch up on bills. You can financially tackle those expensive that have been stressing you out without any hangups, with no interest or credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch, you need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app in the app store now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for extra cash to get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Future you will thank you. And I thank you for tuning in here on Locked on Dolphins as we continue this thought exercise, confidence points, if you will, on players to survive roster cuts. Uh, the, the whole objective here is I want to get as big of a number as I possibly can without busting and having somebody actually get cut. So 13 players through the skill group, and I'm probably going to have seven offensive linemen as well, which would give you 20 on the offensive side of the ball. We will do specialists as well. So we're tracking right on track for 40 to 42, 43, uh, which would leave you about 10 spots that are up for grabs amongst the rest of the, the players on the roster. So uh, Teron Armstead, Locke, Lee Meikenberg, Lock, Connor Williams, lock, Robert Hunt, lock, Austin Jackson, lock. That's five. Michael Dieter, lock. Do I have a seventh? I don't know that I have a seventh that I would point to on the offensive line as a stone cold three digit bet lock to make the Dolphins roster. And the reason why is what happens if the Dolphins do go out and they do sign a veteran offensive tackle, which I think is one of the remaining needs on this roster. If they go out and they sign somebody, it could throw a Robert Jones or a Greg Little, who would probably be the two that I would have the highest confidence points in, um, their status into question. So I think I'll leave it at six now that I'm looking at it. The five projected starters and Michael Dieter, utility into your offensive line. You could probably get greedy and put Robert Jones down as a UDFA uh, who played a little bit for the team last year and flashed, and the team carried all throughout the season. But there's not enough of an investment in Robert Jones to stop you if you get a veteran offensive tackle in the market who wants to come play for you that would prevent you from cutting him. And therefore, Ron Armstead, Connor Williams, obviously those are two new contracts given by the team this year. Robert Hunt, your best returning starter, 
and then two players who were top 50 selections in the last three years in Austin Jackson and Liam Eikenberg. That's going to give me 19 on the offensive side of the ball. Let's do the specialists. Morstead, Locke, Sanders, Locke, Blake Ferguson, Locke. I think all three of those guys, you can go ahead and pencil them in or Sharpie them in, I should say. I would bet 100 bucks. all of them make their respective spots on the roster. Only Thomas Morstead has competition from undrafted free agent punter Tommy Heatherly. Uh, there is no other kicker on the team right now. And again, these bets are based on no injuries, right? Because injuries can throw anything up into a loop. If a player, heaven forbid, and you heard it, I knocked on wood. But if a player blows out a knee tomorrow, then they'll go on injured reserve and the Dolphins will retain that player but that player will not be on the active roster. So this is not making acknowledgments of that in, incurred uh, injury risk that all players are at risk of at all times. But it, um, it's a really good group that I feel good about. Specialists and the offensive side of the ball, 22, with uber confidence points that I put 100 bucks on making the roster. Defensively, I'm going to go ahead and flip gears here. We'll start up front. We'll start on the defensive line. And I would say that Emmanuel Agba is a lock. He's got a contract extension, a nice fat contract extension. Christian Wilkins still playing on his rookie contract, but due for an extension and then a given point now. He's a lock. Raquan Davis, nose tackle. Oh man, I just watched, I went just went back and watched the Giants game uh, on Sunday night. And the reason why I went back and watched the Giants game is I was evaluating for the draft network, the New York Giants roster. And putting them through, you know, are you a blue chip player? Are you a quality starter? Are you an adequate starter? Are you a replacement level player? Are you quality depth? Should you be on an NFL roster at all? And Raekwon tossed some dudes around in that contest. And it was a nice, healthy reminder watching the film to see just how talented Raekwon Davis is as a nose tackle. Uh, so I'll put him down as a lock as well. Zach Sealer, I think he's a lock. And Adam Butler, for his experience in this defensive system, now he's in the last year of his contract, uh, but it seems as though the Dolphins feel pretty good about their uh, their cap situation. So um, I would expect he won't necessarily be a, a cost-cutting measure, which would give you five defensive linemen, core defensive linemen. We obviously have some, some pass rushers who are in the linebacker group. Um, but I would put those five, Agba, Davis, Wilkins, Sealer, and Butler as stone-cold locks to make your active roster, uh, which moves that total to 27 names with the back seven left to go. And the Dolphins, of course, have a lot of depth in the secondary. Uh, they, they've got some hybrid backers that'll make this interesting to see just how big this number gets. But this, this whole thing is really just we're going on the exploratory journey to find out how many, at least at the perception at the start of camp, which veterans report today, how many available roster spots are literally up for grabs over the next month? How many, how many players will earn themselves a job for the Dolphins? Because most of them, uh, competition, no competition, all that, most of them are filled. Let's move to linebackers. You've got Andrew Van Ginkle, who I think is a lock. Elana Roberts, the team chose to bring back. I do think he's penciled into a starter spot, barring Channing Tindall having an emergence. So I put Elana Roberts as a lock. Channing Tindall is absolutely lock. 
Jerome Baker, new contract as of last year. He's a lock. Duke Riley, they chose to bring back. He's a lock. Do I feel confident with anyone? I guess you could go with the other rush group and go Jalen Phillips a lock as well and Melvin Ingram. So we had 27 before this group. And then you have Van Ginkle, Elana Roberts, Channing Tindall, Jerome Baker, Duke Riley, Jalen Phillips, Melvin Ingram. That's a lot of dude. There's not a lot of open spots up for grabs. That's seven players. That's going to move that total to 34. And that's not even, there's a part of me, there's a really big part of me that wants to put Sam McGuavin on this list as well. I might come back to Sam McGuavin because I got 34 right now. And the whole spirit is I want as big of a number as I can get without busting and going over. I look at Brennan Scarlett, but is Brennan Scarlett a lock versus Cameron Good, who they drafted? Iguavan they chose to bring back as well. He's going to be a special teams type guy. I'm going to leave it at the seven. So you get 27 plus Andrew Van Ginkle, Elena Roberts, Jerome Baker, Jalen Phillips, Channing Tindall, Duke Riley, Melvin Ingram. 34 stone cold locks. As we move to the secondary. I think you could look at every penciled-in starter on the secondary. And Xavier Howard, Javon Holland, Byron Jones, Brandon Jones, Nick Needham. I think it's fair to, to based on the number of sub-package groups that the Dolphins have filled, I think all five of those are fair to consider starters. And they're all fair game in my mind to consider as locks to make the roster uh this so that that gives you 39 we did not mention keon crossin who the team signed from the giants uh to play in the secondary and serve a special teams role i will put him down as a lock he got a fair amount of money he got a couple million dollars per season so that's 40 noah igbenogany former first round pick in 2020 there's a financial investment here that I think ties him to the team. I'd be very surprised if the Dolphins move on. That's 41. Eric Rowe still has plenty of man-to-man -man against tight end coverage skills at his disposal. That would be 42 locks. I look at the rest of the secondary. We're locked in right now. We have 42 names out of 53. Now remember, and then the, the rest of that you know, the, those expanded game day rosters, you have the expanded practice squads, but in order to get on the practice squad, you have to get cut from the offseason roster, pass through waivers, and then re-sign with the team on the practice squad. And then on any given week, you can be elevated to the game day roster. So anybody beyond 53 is game for somebody else to pluck and claim. Right now we got 42. With the rest of the secondary being Clayton Fejdelum, Quincy Wilson, Sheldrick Redwine, Trill Williams, Elijah Campbell, Jerome McKinley, Cater Kohu, D'Angelo Ross, and Elijah Hamilton. If I were to find available options, and if I were to compel, feel to feel compelled to put money on anybody else, I think. 
I think Bejdalum, with his special team skill set, is probably somebody who has an inside track in the same way that I would look at Trent Sherfield on the other side of the ball as being somebody who has the inside track. But do I have absolute conviction that Fejdalum will make the roster? I don't think I do. Because I do think a player like Sheldrick Redwine gives you more appeal on defense than what Fejdalum does. I think Elijah Campbell, for what he brings on special teams, is somebody who would absolutely have an inside track to make the roster as a gunner and serve as a depth corner piece. Same with Trill Williams. But I don't have conviction. So I'll go back to Sam McGuavin. And I'll put Sam McGuavin on this list because you only live once. The kids are saying that, or at least the kids have been saying that for a little while now. You only live once. YOLO. So I'll put Sam McGuavin on my confidence points list to give me 10 spots on the Dolphins' active roster that are up for grabs that I would bet those 43 players make the roster, and I'd put 100 bucks on all of them. If you think you, right now, can put more than 43 down, I would love to see your list. How confident are you? And then we can go back and revisit when the cuts are made. But I feel like, yeah, I could push it, right? I could put Trent Sherfield on this list. I could put Robert Jones on this list. I could put John Jenkins on this list. I could put Elijah Campbell on this list. I could put Clayton Fejlum on this list. What's that, another five? And I could say, hey, I got 48. And I would be surprised if all of those guys weren't on the roster when it's all said and done. But if you told me I had to put 100 bucks on all of them, that's the 43 that I have absolute confidence in, which means of all the other players, the other half of the roster, the other, what is it? It's, is it 80 or 90? I don't remember with the new, the new uh, collective bargaining agreement. But you've either got 80 or 90 players, and I should know off the top of my head, forgive me. But I don't want to misspeak it and then have somebody correct me. So, well, actually, that means 25% to 20% of the all the other players on the roster that were not mentioned in this confidence points bet will actually make the Dolphins team. Because you got 10 spots. And there's some positions, like the offensive backfield, where you're probably full. Your front seven, your linebacker group. You're probably full. There's other spots like wide receiver where you might have some wiggle room, but you're going to have to beat out not just the other wide receivers. You're going to have to beat out the tight ends, and you're going to have to beat out some of the running backs as well. You've probably got three spots in the secondary available. I'd say we're probably pretty tapped out in the linebacker group. I think there's a clear tier of haves and have-nots in that group. You're probably going to have one vacancy. Uh, in the defensive front, whether it's Brennan Scarlett, John Jenkins, maybe two. So that would give you five. That means you'd have five on the other side of the ball. You'll probably need two offensive linemen to give you eight. Now you got three spots, one back, two wide receivers. I only put four on the list. That might be it. So it's kind of a fun numbers game to kind of go through the journey and explore. And I hope you guys enjoyed this with me. But 
Those are the 43 names that I bet, 100 bucks a piece, make the Dolphins active roster. How big's your list? I'd love to hear from you. And I appreciate you guys checking out Locked on Dolphins. Fins up. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. Welcome to 2022 training camp. It has arrived for the Dolphins veteran reporting today. I'm your host here on Locked on Dolphins, Kyle Krabs, your team every day. We don't just say it. We love it here on the Locked on Network. Make it a great Tuesday. I'll talk with you guys again tomorrow.